Hello, everybody. Um, I am outside as I'm doing this right now, so I'm sorry. But, hello, everybody. This is me, Baby Cassie. And we are back with horror movie reviews. Um, those chickens are shut the heck up. Anyway, so today we're going to be doing the one, the only Conjuring 2. I've never actually seen this movie. I've watched, like, the beginning of it, but I never get to finish it because I'm Um, so today is the chance I actually get to watch it. I mean, yeah, watch it. By watch it, I mean, let the movie be spoiled for me. Hey, Luna. Hey, baby. So, without further ado, let's get started. Oh, and also, today... We will be able to do a, I might be able to, I might, okay, I don't know for sure. I might be able to do a, I might be able to review, I might be able to have a conversation and stuff like with Sarah from Scary Stories and stuff. And we might be able to share our scariest stories. So without further ado, if you'll join me, let's get started. Okay, let's just start this thing, guys. We did one take, but she couldn't hear my um, beautiful voice, if I should say so myself. I'm joking. Um, um, a very special guest. The podcast won't be finished after... I'm going to show you Sarah. My run on your podcast. Okay, so my podcast started when I was... I actually watched a lot of... I watched um, something scary on YouTube, and then when I came to the podcast, I started watching that. But when I got to Darkness Prevails, that's when I decided to start my own podcast. And hot scary is always the best. So basically, you watch something scary. Yes, I have. Awesome. I watched it. I mean, funny story. We Before first, I didn't know you said before that. Oh. Sorry, I couldn't hear anything, so I was like, um, um, so, yeah, so do you, I'm gonna get, I guess, um, my scariest story is Mr. Clickety, and Candle Code, you've already heard Candle Code, but, uh, it's gonna be on my next episode, it's gonna be on YouTube, too, I hope. 
But, um, so Mr. Clickety is a story where there's an old man who lives in that school. And she and her parents let her watch a bunch of stuff she's not supposed to. But she lives next door too. So there's a girl who has a neighbor that moved next door. And that's a girl who watches a bunch of stuff she shouldn't be watching at that age. And she hears a bunch of creepy stories. So then she hears the story of Mr. Clickety. Mr. Clickety is an old, was an old man who loved to walk down the park. One day when he walked down the park, there was a the bridge in the park fell down and landed on his um landed on his foot. So and then that girl was always scared of Mr. Clickety, but then she got. She was like, no, this stuff ain't real. I watch horror movies all the time now. It's cool. So then um, she basically did stuff. If I did stuff, I mean did stuff. Like she went out to do the mail at night. And once when she did the mail at night, she had a clickety, clickety, click. Clickety, clickety, click. She looked out there with Mr. Clickety. And then she went on the ground and she got me fun of but. I'm mad about that because she was on the freaking road in the ground. Who wouldn't laugh at that, to be honest? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's my scariest story that I've heard. So do you have yours? Hey, Sarah. Hey, Sarah. Yeah. Okay, great. Now you can hear me again. Sorry. You know your story? Well, that has to be the candleman. Oh, yeah, the candleman. It's fine though, but um, it's fine because now, um, she. How about you explain the Candleman? Okay, so the Candleman is this urban legend about this about this person, this tall, pale-looking creature, who would literally go to people's houses, kill them, and a candle in the window. And that's a sign that he has been there. It's like his calling card. Mm-mm. No. If somebody came out my house, I'm going to say, okay, Bucko, here it is. Sorry, I don't want to borrow it. Mm-mm. So, hard. 
Because it's nighttime. I'm all dressed up because I just went back from a party. Why um, a party? Party. Did you know that um that funeral music is actually music? If you hear it, it means spirits come near. It can actually lure spirits into your house and your house. And your house will become a hellhole. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. Um. <clears throat> okay. Um, so, have you had any other, like, have you had any ghost experiences? No, I have not. Oh, my goodness. I have. Um, I'm going to tell y'all the story of the Red Man. I, if y'all listen to my podcast, y'all heard my interview on my mom. But um, she talked about Red Man. Red Man? I might have to speak in my creepy passive voice to creep y'all out because this was pretty freaking creepy. Um, Red Man was a thing that followed my sister from when she was in age two. To 14. Um, it followed her everywhere she went. She scared the crap out of my mom and my mom's ex before she married my dad. Um, um, anyway, so what happened is Red Man, my mom saw Red Man too. And the red man and got my mom in a rat. There's body. Uh-oh. It says it's trying to reconnect. Okay, guys, that was all we could do today because, like, because, like, dude, it wouldn't work. But I hope you liked that short interview. We're going to do another one next time. Thanks. Um, we will be right. Um, today we're going to be shouting out, um, whatever it's called, Scare Stories, yeah. Um, Scary Stories is a podcast. Um, the podcast that you just let, that you just listen to me interview. It's awesome. It's cool beans and it's awesome. We're gonna try next time. We're gonna we're gonna have a little series where we tell a bunch of creepy stories. Stay tuned for that. Um, it's a new TV show. Um, so yeah. Without further ado, let's get started. Okay, guys, let's get started. I'm sorry, I'm smacking my gum. Um,
Okay. Middyville, New York, 1975. Ed Lorraine Warren, Patrick Wilson, and Vera Farmer are sitting with the Lutz family in in, in infamous Amityville Horror home. Home. I said horror, not horror. Um, a year later, Ronald D. Forrell Jr. murdered his family. And the Lutz family claims to have been experiencing paranormal phambia. The Warrens can't conduct a seance, is which Lorraine has a vision where she sees herself in Ronald's position in the night of the murders. She watches herself committing the acts. First with Ronald's parents, then his three siblings. Lorraine then encounters a demonic a demonic creature taking the form of a nun followed by a man dying Lorraine screams and Ed pulls her in the vision and confronts him we jump back to three years later in Enfield England Janet Hogson is sitting outside of the school with her friend Camilla and Camilla smokes a cigarette she passes it to Janet right before a teacher walks outside and scolds the girls for smoking. She confiscates the cigarette and takes a puff. Janet lives with her Janet lives with her older sister Margaret. Um, her younger brother brother Johnny and their mother Peggy. The Hawksons are struggling financially. The children's father left them for a neighbor woman. And Billy has a speech impediment that gets him a speech impediment that gets him bullied at school. Peggy has self doubts about being a, as a single parent. That night Janet and Margaret are sleeping in the room when Janet begins to feel a disturbing presence. It sounds as if she is speaking to herself. But then, when, but then she starts responding with a growling, raspy voice that claims, This is my house. Um, um, Margaret thinks Janet is fooling around until she stands by Margaret's bed. And the voice is an older man behind Margaret repeating the statement. Margaret turns on the lights to find that nobody behind her... She decides to sleep with the lights on. Back in the States, the Warrens... Back in the States, the Warrens are on a talk show to discuss the Amityville case. Another guest on the show dismisses the case as a hoax before criticizing Lorraine's supposed clairvoyance. This enrages Ed, leads him to argue with the other man. Lorraine claims... calls him down backstage. Um, I love what he did. He was like, counting to ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Janet and Billy play with a term, turnable based on the tune, There Was a Crooked Man. As the children go to bed, Janet ties her arm to the bed. She ends, she ends up on the floor in the living room with no idea how she got there. Billy... Billy walks around the house when he sees a toy fire truck on the floor. He rolls it into the tent in the hallway. Moments later, the truck rolls into Billy's room. Goes back outside and rolls it into the tent, which points to a booming grow 
and a grown is heard. Is heard. Um, Billy runs to his mother's room while Margaret is pounding on at her door. She opens up to see no one outside until Janet returns, denying that she was pounding on the door. The next day, Janet was watching TV, and the channels start changing on their own, and a and the remote also vanishes. Has also vanished. Janet goes looking and it finds a chair behind her. A ghostly figure emerges and growls, "My house!" Janet runs back to the couch, screaming. That evening, Janet ends up on the floor in her room as though she was thrown. She tells Margaret that there was something in the house before Margaret can dismiss that. Their beds start shaking. They scream and run to Peggy's room. She goes into the girls' room and thinks they're playing around, but the girls and the jester is, sh- is shoved hard against their door. The Hugsons head over to, over across the street to their home of their neighbors, the, Nod- the Nottinghams. Peggy calls the police to inspect their house, but the police find nothing. But then they see a chair sliding across the room on its own, leaving them spooked. Um, mm-mm, At the Warren's house, Ed is handing a picture. There's something he claims to have seen in a dream. It's that same demonic nun that, Lawrence, that Lorraine saw in her vision. Later, she sits in the living room with her daughter, Judy, and a noise is heard from that hallway. Judy goes outside for a look, and Lorraine finds a staring in horror at the demon nun, Lorraine files it into the office and thinks she sees a nun in the darkness, but it's just a painting. However, the demon is still in the room. It walks up to the painting and makes it come to life by her sh- its shadow. It growls and runs towards Lorraine, causing her to see the same vision as before, but only this time. The man who dies, it's Ed, simply saying, I'm sorry, Lorraine, before a large wooden spike impales him. Lorraine starts screaming and scribbling into her Bible before Judy snaps her out of it. People in the infield become aware of the Hogson's haunting. Several paranormal researchers get involved, including Lawrence Gross. Oh my gosh! That just name is Simon. Simon McCurney and Angela Gregory, Franco Monnet, Ponnet. The latter claiming. The latter claiming there is a lack of evidence to suggest that phobia is truly paranormal. Marantz and the news crew gather in the Hotson's home to interview Janet and Margaret. During the interview, Janet looks uncomfortable and she begins to speak with the voice of a raspy old man. Wow, I like that, Bible. Kennedy says his name was Bill Wickens, who was a 72-year-old, and demands that everyone will leave his home. Oh, sorry, guys. I'm so sorry, guys.
Um, where was I? Um, at the Nottingham, at the Nottingham, um, the children sleep in the living room. While everyone else is asleep, Billy walks through the house and encounters a creature that takes the form of the crooked man, reciting the nursery line monstrosity and chasing Billy. When he runs to tell his mom and the others, Janet emerges with a creepy voice saying the rhyme. She lets out a horrifying sound, shatters glass in the room, then passes out and starts foaming at the mouth. The priest goes to the Warren's home and plays an audio recording of the interview for Ed and Lorraine to listen to. The priest asks them to help this in this case. Lorraine is hesitant to him and asks, and she explains that Ed, the vision she saw of his death, she thinks it's a sign that maybe she can, that she is meant, uh-oh. She's meant to prevent it. The Warrens arrive in the infield to meet the Hogsons. Peggy shows Ed the bedroom that is now trashed. And the walls are covered in crosses. They proceed to look in the lock the room in the chain. Lorraine meets Janet outside of her house. And sitting in the swing set, Janet expresses her sadness that people are Avoiding her, I wear the haunting. The rain confronts her, saying that maybe one person can help change things. And Ed has for her. Janet says the voice she hears wants it to hurt Lorraine. And, um, yeah, so we're going to take a break right now. And we'll be right back. Hey, everybody. I'm Sarah, and I want to tell you about my podcast called Scary Stories. Scary Stories is a podcast where I tell a bunch of scary stories. I have told countless scary stories. I have told Iris Jack, Laughing Jack, Slender Man. I even told the story called The Smiling Man. And I even have a Halloween episode on it already. And I have more Halloween episodes coming in closer to Halloween. So if you like scary stories, my podcast is for you. So please pause the podcast you're watching right now, host movie reviews, and go check out my podcast and like it. And then return back to this podcast to watch the rest of the episode. Because this podcast is really good also. So please, check it out and return to this podcast. Have you guys ever heard of Scary Stories? Scary Stories is a podcast where you listen to the spookies, the dookies, and the very, very goosies. I'm sorry, my tongue is twisting right now. I don't know why. If you want to go see Scary Stories, check it out now. Um, um, I That's a person who's awesome. We're going to be making a new show together. It's all cool, and it? It's cool beans. It's awesome. And, yeah. So, let's continue. Hello, everybody. So, welcome back. I'm sorry you heard two trailers. We're going to be having some more, I hope, soon. Um, Bill sounds distressed. The priest goes to the Warren's home and plays audio recording to interview Ed and Lorraine to listen to. The priest asks them to help the case. Lorraine is hesitant as she explains to Ed the vision she saw of his death. He thinks that it's a sign that maybe she is meant to prevent it. They decide to have it over to England. 
only under one promise that if it, there's anything dangerous that they leave. The, the Warrens arrive to Enfield and meet the Hogsons. Peggy shows Ed the bedroom that is now trashed. And it walks, and the walls are covered in crosses. They proceed to lock the room with a chain. Lorraine moots Jaina outside of her house. Sweat, sitting on the swing set, Jane expresses her sadness when people are avoiding her over the supposed haunting. Lorraine confronts her into saying that maybe one person can help change things like Ed has for her. Janet says the voice she hears says it wants to hurt Lorraine. Um, the Warrens, along with Ma with Marks living in another living in other crew members gather in the Hudson's living room and try to communicate with Spirit. Janet sits in the chair and starts speaking in the voice of Billy Wilkins. Once the adults turn their backs on her, Ed pulls out a cross necklace and puts it in in front of Janet's face. Making Bill sound distressed and yell something unintelligible before everything seems to calm down. Um, um, the Warrens talk to the other investigators and the evidence that they have. Anita is the most skeptic, thinking that Janet is playing some kind of game. Ed also appears to have doubts himself. The Warrens stay in the Hogsons for the night, and Janet finds herself in the bedroom with the crosses. They all start to turn upside down before Janet is attacked by Bill's ghost. Her screams alert the adults who rush to unlock the door to get Janet out. On another occasion, Peggy brings Ed downstairs to the basement to inspect her water problem that left the basement flooded. Peggy thinks Peggy thinks she sees someone about behind Peg. The ghostly figure, a bill in the water, grabs Peggy and helps break her free. Um, the children take a liking to the Warrens as they maintain their stay after Peggy notes that her ex-husband took the music from the house. Ed buys an Elvis record and the kids listen to. Unfortunately, the record player stops working. No, not my Elvis Presley. Um, but Ed picks up a guitar and starts singing. Can't help falling in love with you. I think I, yeah, I know this song. Do you want to hear some? I can only play a couple of. Yikes to it. Here it is. Okay, so. Um. Um, yeah, that was it. I love that song. That was a really good song. I'm not going to play any other other songs. We'll do that in another episode. I just wanted y'all to hear that song if y'all haven't. Um.
He also convinces the kids to never let bullies get them down. Lorraine speaks with Lawrence privately. He says they are about to be a part of history. Lorraine is uncertain with his podcast, with his comment, but then he adds that he lost his daughter years ago and has been hoping to communicate with her in some way, if it were possible. <sighs> On another night, the kids hear noises coming from the kitchen. Ronnie decides to investigate it to fight this bully. Margaret then screams, and Janet disappears. She pops up in the kitchen with a knife, and the door locked. The adults try to get into the kitchen. Things are being thrown around. They find chairs and a dishware broken all over the kitchen, but Johnny and Janet are nowhere to be found. They eventually do find Johnny and, and Janet are stuck all inside the electrical box, speaking another angelic message before getting pulled out. Anta shows Warren's video of the evidence of Janet, of Janet herself throwing things into the kitchen to give the appearance of a haunting, making it look more obvious that she is faking. Peggy sends everyone out of the house. Later, as the kids also believe Janet was faking, she told them that it was going to hurt family if she didn't do what she was told of her. The Warrens board a train to head home, even though Lorraine continues to express uncertainly how it appears Janet was faking um, when the camera was pointed at her. Ed then plays the recordings of Bill's voice, which he realizes, which he realizes are connected. Play it together. The voices come out to help me, help me. I mean, help me. It won't let me go. Lorraine is then pulled into another vision. She sees a real Bill Wilkins sitting in the chair and is no longer threatening. He speaks in a riddle to Lorraine after the demon nun appears. After the demon nun appears behind Bill and takes him away. This leads Lorraine to realize that Bill is, ju- is just a pawn. And the demon is the true threat. They rush back to the Hogsons' home while trying to dispute the riddle. Ed figures out the bill meant to say he needs to find the demon's name in order to power over it. The Warrens return. The Warrens return to find the family locked outside of the house in the pouring rain. Ed tries to break. Break in through the back. Lightning strikes on the tree in front of the house, leaving a sharpened stem that Lorraine recognizes as the thing that killed Ed in her vision. She tries to figure out the demon's name before realizing she already does know it. She looks into the Bible and sees from her scribbling the demon's name in a va- as Valak. She rushes to the house to go after Ed. She screams, Your name. I know your name. You told me your name the entire... You told me your name. I have it in my Bible. Your name is Valak. That's what she did. I watched the movie last night, so I remember some of the lines. 
Ed is a tat is partially blinded when a pipe bursts and sprays steam into his face. He stumbles and then is attacked by the crooked man before coming across the room where Janet is. She stands over to a window as it shatters, leaving her to an opening to jump into the stem. Ed rushes to grab her, only catching her as she holds the curtains that are ripping. Lorraine reaches the room and tries to save Ed, but Valak emerges and holds Lorraine's back. Lorraine utters the demon's name and condemns it back to hell. Lorraine rushes to, to save Ed and Janet in the nick of time. And Janet is just fine. In the morning, everything is calmed down. Peggy and Janet watch the Warren, thanks the Warrens for helping them. A brief text is followed that states that the M-Film haunting became one of the most nutritious cases in history. Peggy Hansen continued living in the house for 40 years until she died in the same chair as Bill Wiggins. The Warrens return home. Ed takes a crooked man's turntable and pushes it into the museum right across the Annabelle from Annabelle, no less. Then he hears music playing from upstairs. Lorraine puts on Can't Help But Falling In Love With You. The two of them just and then start to share a dance. Wow. That was an actually good movie. So guys, um, thank you guys so much for listening. I'm not done yet. I still gotta tell y'all some more information about the movie. And then I'll be done. Um, yeah, so let me tell you some info. So the Conjuring 2 was based off of a true story. Um, Ed and Lorraine Warren. Lorraine Warren just died. And I wanted to show, and I want y'all to know that she was an awesome person. And on the creep, and there's going to be a new Creepy Cassie episode all about the cases that they did. It's going to be a long episode, maybe even two hours. But it'll be worth it because we need to show sympathy for them. They did a lot for us. And, yeah, so. Yeah, so, I just spoiled the next Creepy Cassie episode. Great. Y'all are lucky. Too lucky. Too, too, too lucky. Um, yeah. Sorry I'm having awkward silences. But... That is, like, a bunch of this movie. Like, how Ed and Lorraine Warren were so nice to people. Um, next I'm going to be looking at Annabelle. We're going to be reviewing Annabelle. A very good, a very good scary movie. And then, after that, we're going to take a break from The Conjuring. And move to Maleficent, Mistress of All Evil. So, tell them, this has been me, Cash. Okay, I'm joking. I'm not over yet. So, other stuff that's... So, basically, this movie is an awesome, scary movie. It has... It had the biggest budget in the world. It came out in 2016. Um, and the guy who plays Ed, I should mention this in the first Conjuring, but he is actually the guy from Insidious. 
Um. So yeah. Now I'm done. So and you join me. So bye bye. See you next time, pretty bye. I'm just joking. That was awful.